Howdy, folks. Woodja Walls from needcoffee.com here. Back again for another Way Home review. Uh, here's how it works for the uninitiated. I have just left the cinema. It's behind us over there. And uh, I have seen a film at the cinema as opposed to, oh, yes, lights. Thank you. Yes, the director from High the Hamburgs. Uh, what was I saying? A film, yes, lights, as in camera action. I've seen a film, and I'm going to tell you about that film on my way home. And uh, I know this is the weekend for catching fire, but we live in Atlanta, and even though we're a top 20 market, if an art film you want to see comes here, you better by God see it in the first three days because it might be gone. Thus, we're here to talk about Kill Your Darlings. Okay, so, uh, Kill Your Darlings synopsis. The synopsis is this. Um, there's a, uh, a guy, you might have heard of him, goes by the name of Allen Ginsberg. For the illiterate among you, he is a poet, or he was became a poet, and we meet him when he's much, much younger. So young, in fact, that he's uh, played by Daniel Radcliffe. <coughs> and uh, as he is going to university and trying to figure out what to do with his life and himself and his stuff, uh, he basically... Um, meets uh, a guy named uh, Lou, Lucian. And uh, they sort of strike up a friendship. And uh, through Lucian, he meets certain other interesting people, like uh, a guy by the name of Billy Burroughs, and a guy by the name of Jack Kerouac, and other stuff like that. So you've got that, that poetic movement coming together at the same time that something very sinister is happening underneath it all. Um, so we have the sinister and the other stuff. Uh, so, yes, um, there is a, well, as the trailer makes it clear, there is a bit of a murder mystery sort of thing going on in the midst of all this. Um, but uh, I won't go too much into that because I don't want to do any sort of spoilery type of things. Uh, but regardless, that is there. Murder. Um, yes, but, but uh, here's a spoiler. Even though Burroughs invented the cut-up method, they did not use the cut-up method on the victim. That's a poetry joke. Get literate. All right, so um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, so there's your synopsis. Okay. Uh, a few things. First, uh, yes, I am uh, a fan of Burroughs. I, I like Ginsburg. I like all the writers involved. I know Burroughs fairly well. I'm familiar with Ginsburg, less so with Kerouac and stuff like that. So uh, apart from Burroughs, I'm not in a position to be able to go, uh, well, that uh, Daniel Radcliffe was amazing as the young Allen Ginsburg because I, I only know the older Allen Ginsberg, who, uh, they, can I just say, they cast David Cross as Allen Ginsberg's dad, David Cross who, when they show you the pictures of Allen Ginsberg when he's much older, looks a lot like David Cross. It's really sort of eerie. Um, so well done that. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of familiar and yet not, and I didn't know that this story, which apparently is the true story, but then again, so is Fargo. Um, I, I have no idea a, a reference for this. I have a reference for the writers. <clears throat> so, uh, and, and I'm not, I'm less familiar with how 
they met and how this all, the whole poetry movement started. Uh, I mean, I came across uh, Burroughs when he looked and, uh, well, apparently he sounded like an undertaker from the get-go, but when he looked more like an undertaker, um, uh, you know, much, much later in life. Um, so, all of that to say, I'm absolutely fascinated by the subject matter of this, um, and was very interested because of the cast. I mean, uh, you don't see too much of, you don't, you see snippets of the cast in the trailer, and I'm maybe just like with, um, with Ben Foster as Burroughs, who you have enough of in the trailer to go, holy crap, you are, you are totally nailing Burroughs, or how I would imagine a young William S. Burroughs to be, um, you're nailing it. Uh, but I, uh, but the cast just ends up Michael C. Hall and uncredited Kara Sedgwick and, um, you know, uh, Jack Houston from Boardwalk Empire, an excellent cast. So everything leading up to this said, hey, this might be good. Good news, it's good. Um, it, if, if there is a fault to be had from the film, so to speak, I almost think that it, um, it was so close to being one of those films where, you know where the film itself is not as good as the cast? They are, you have a cast, a, an ensemble that is acting their asses off, um, in a particular film to the point where they outshine the material, um, it almost felt like it was going to get there and it sort of grazed that. Um, but it, um, uh, but it, uh, it managed to, it managed to hold its own against a really incredible cast. Now let's start with, um, the big question of Daniel Radcliffe, which at this point isn't a question because he is really good. Um, and really smart too. Uh, here's a guy who goes, well, I need to start planning my post Harry Potter career. Uh, what role should I take? I know I'll take all my clothes off on stage in Equus. That takes some balls. Uh, and uh, from what I've read in the reviews, he's definitely got them. Um, so, uh, but here, here's what I found amazing is that if you've seen the trailers, then yes, you've got Daniel Radcliffe, okay? you know, messed up slightly curly hair, but uh, he is wearing glasses, so you would think, wow, he is, he, I am going to totally be thinking that, oh, hey, it's Harry Potter and the Beat Poets. No! I, I'm, I'm literally looking at the guy who I know objectively is looking a lot like Harry Potter, and it's not just the fact there's no scar there, okay? Come on. At no point did I go, oh, it's Harry Potter. Because there was just, and it wasn't just, I don't know, me suspending disbelief. It was, there was something about how he was being the role and how he was holding himself and, and how he was just being, you know what I mean? That, that, at, at, that kept me from making that leap that nobody in the world wanted me to leap. I don't think it was just, well, the, the glasses obviously are a different model that they got from Specsavers. No, it's just that he is really, really good. Um, and like I said, I don't, I, I wish I knew, I'm basing the fact that Ben Foster was so good at being Burroughs that I can only imagine that the rest of the cast was really good at being the people they were supposed to be being. You know what I mean? 
the, the, I'm, I'm sure they were inhabiting the roles as well as Ben Foster was. Um, that's a bit of a leap on my part, but I, and that, that's just me not bringing enough to the film, if you know what I mean. And there's garbage bags in the road of leaves. That's, I just, I like to point out to the rest of the world that in Atlanta we don't normally put our yard uh, waste into the middle of a busy street. Uh, that's not normal. And what's really weird is there's that, this isn't like a residential street where it could have blown. This came off of a, uh, this came, I don't know where that came from. That was really weird. Anyway, so, um, Atlanta. So, <clears throat> so Daniel Radcliffe is really, really amazing. Um, the, the guy who plays Lucian, uh, Dehan, Dehane, I, I neglected to, uh, to make sure that I had his name right. And of course, you know, I don't do any research before these things and I couldn't look it up anyway because she's holding the phone. Um, was really good. Uh, I'm not familiar with the character of uh, the person of Lucian Carr, but he was extremely good in driving the story and being the sort of, you know, axis upon which all of this spun around. Um, just basically everybody was good. Uh, Jack Houston was quite excellent. Michael C. Hall has, again, you know, in a post-Dexter world, I mean, let's face it, gamer doesn't really count, but in a post-Dexter world, fascinating uh, role choice, and he was really good. So it's it's sort of really great to see, again, not that I'm comparing Dexter to Harry Potter, but I am. Um, it's nice to see somebody who's been doing something for years, and then they step out of it, and you go, oh, it's fine. Uh, I mean, because, you know, we need more Harrison Fords in the world. Um, Anyway, you notice I've been talking a lot about the actual cast because really that was the thing that for me drove it. Although there is uh, a lot of, uh, again, I, I feel like there was a lot of really wonderful period stuff going on. Uh, like the fact that, you know, I was struck by how the radio announcer was obviously the same guy who was used in 7 o'clock news Silent Night by Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, there was that sort of weird attention to detail where I was picking up on certain things, but I, despite looking the way I do, am not old enough to remember how it was back then. Um, so there was a lot of that going on. The story itself um, was interesting and well-written and well-crafted, and the characters were well-crafted as well. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's sort of got a lot of stuff going on at the same time. It's sort of a coming of age. It's sort of a, I mean, like I said, it, it's sort of a, a bit of a murder mystery. It's got a lot of things that it's trying to do. Um, and I think part of its strength is that it, it does enough of them to service all of them without trying to... Okay, you know how some films will, uh, you know, if they have a, a slew of characters or a slew of plots, rather than pulling back and trying to service all of them equally or sufficiently, they will instead just go for it on every single one of them, and as a result, none of them get what they need. You know what I mean? We, we, we've seen this in uh, lots of different films where they have just too many characters, you know. 
and there's too much stuff going on where it was like you really just wanted this to be a miniseries, didn't you? And you had to make it a feature film, didn't you? It's okay, admit it, that's fine. Um, but I think one of the things the film does really well is it doesn't attempt to delve too much. I mean, obviously we're following the character of Ginsburg. We have a focus on the character of Lucian. Um, but it doesn't attempt to, I mean, we, we don't go delving into to Bill Burroughs' life, although, by God, I would love somebody to just, you know, have Ben Foster reprise his role uh, as, you know, a young Bill Burroughs in New York fighting crime. I mean, obviously he was doing crime, but fighting crime at the same time, kind of like a vigilante or something. Uh, but that's just in the TV network that's in my head. Um, so, uh, so, what was my point? Oh. We're not like going off on a Burroughs tangent. We're not going too far off on a Kerouac tangent. It just services all of these different things enough so that it feels balanced. It, it, it never felt like it was gonna tip one direction or another, um, which I thought was really well executed. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was the main thing. The, 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 story is, the story is less important than, slightly less important, than the characterizations and the performances themselves, uh, because those were, those carried everything. But, like I said, towards the end, the film sort of elevated itself to try to match its cast, and came out, out of the other side, I think, better for it. Um, because it did sort of manage to tie up what it needed to, and move along. Um, I know this sounds incredibly vague, but this is just me completely off the top of my head trying to figure out how to relate this to you, but it's, uh, you know, one of those art films that really is very hard to relate about. <clears throat> um, but, all of that to say, uh, I, I am thoroughly pleased that I saw it. Uh, I would say, obviously, if you have the opportunity to see it, um, and have any interest in poetry whatsoever, I mean, apart from good films, but if you're interested in poetry, definitely see it. Uh, catch a matinee if you can, because, you know, we all need to save coin in this day and age, uh, but it is it is worth seeing, and I would, I would say it would be worth the matinee on the big screen. Um, if the weird, random ravings that I've just gone through hold no interest for you, then sure, catch it at some point on home video. Um, now, as far as cups go, uh, I would say that it is a solid four out of five. Uh, and I would say, again, I would say largely that's due to the excellent work by the cast um, and the fact that the, and you know what, is it, is it that the story was overshadowed by the cast or was the story smart enough not to get in the way of the cast? There you go. That's your essay question. Uh, leave your leave your answers below this on the YouTube page. I don't know, uh, and uh, well, I'm sure we'll get Dindrain to give it back to you with red markings all over. But no, four out of four out of five cups. Very pleased with it, and uh, I um, oh no, just very happy with uh, with the acting involved. It is it is even if you have no interest in poetry whatsoever, and if you do, who the hell are you? Um, you, uh, you should really watch this for the performances because they were excellent across the board. Very happy with it. So there you go. 
that's Kill Your Darlings. Um, in a nutshell, a very long rambling nutshell. Uh, apparently, you know, laced with ether and Ben's dream. So, uh, thanks so much for watching the Way Home Reviews. Uh, I appreciate everyone who watches, and I appreciate everyone who has stepped up and uh, and and thrown some coin into the, uh, the PayPal tin, which enables us to, you know, be able to afford uh, movie tickets, which are insane these days, and gas, which is almost as insane as movie tickets. Um, yeah. So, uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to contribute, uh, thank you in advance. Uh, it is the season for giving, or not really yet. I mean, it sort of is, but really, it is all the time in our hearts. Uh, go to needcoffee.com/support, uh, and thank you in advance, and thank you to everyone who already does that. And there's some crazy. Welcome to Atlanta. I don't even know what this weird truck is that's coming past me. Is this a? Is this an ad for the new Transformers movie? What in the... Okay, so it's a giant tow truck that thinks it's a Christmas tree. Welcome to Atlanta. We'll see you next time on The Way Home Reviews before something else crazy happens. Oh, look, a zebra. Bye.